Welcome back to Hammer Time. I appreciate you guys tuning in, and I appreciate all the support and the continuous listens. Please like, subscribe, and comment with whichever podcast platform you are listening to, and continue to give me the feedback. This week, we will be talking about changes from within resulting in changes without. Um, I will talk about that on a personal level as well as discuss it with my business and how changes within the store helped improve our image and change the perception of our business, essentially driving more sales. Um, And then we will end the episode with five tools of changing within to help you see the results from without from lifehack.com. They actually listed 34. I picked my top five, which I will reveal. And like this episode, like every other episode, we will end with a quote pertaining to the episode. So without further ado, I welcome you back to Hammer Time. Let's get to work. You must change from within in order to experience the changes without. And what I mean by that is the the feelings you harness, the desires you you have, the way that you go about interpreting things around you that make you feel something from an emotional standpoint, essentially will result in what you experience externally. Whether it's success or failure. And it's not just business, it's it's with life. So if you begin to have this negative feeling inside of you when things don't go your way, or when you're trying to accomplish something and you begin to have this feeling in the pit of your stomach and start doubting yourself, guess what? It's not going to happen. And it it doesn't start because you have bad luck or because, you know, I just can never catch a break. It starts because you decide to focus on that feeling first, and that feeling channels it to your mind and your mentality and the way you're thinking and your thoughts. And from your thoughts, it it manifests this law of attraction and this action that results in something not going your way. And the exact same thing can happen for you in a success standpoint. If you decide to take things in a positive way or positive manner and you decide to focus on them and feel good about them and move towards them, that internal feeling and contentment and you know belief in yourself and confidence in yourself goes straight to your mind and controls your thoughts, and you begin thinking that same way. But it starts with how you interpret and control your feelings, and it's not an easy thing to do. It takes practice daily, and you'll never perfect it, but you have to continue to move towards perfecting it in order to accomplish it. There's a book that I read that really shifted my thinking and the way I interpreted feelings, which I do recommend everybody read. Um, It's called The Untethered Soul. And it talks about controlling the voices that you hear in your head uh, that you talk to yourself by silencing those and really puts you in tune with living in the moment and interpreting things that happen to you in a positive way rather than harnessing negative feelings. If you harness 
the negative feelings and you think it's no big deal, eventually you're going to harness so much negative feelings, it's going to just eat at you and you're going to attract a life of chaos. Your your mentality is going to shift. What your your desires are going to shift. You're going to find yourself in a world and and wake up one day and be like, "What is going on?" You got to snap out of it, and it starts from the feelings you decide to focus on within. You cannot change your surroundings and your situation without, unless you begin to work on yourself and change what you feel and change who you are from within. Balance within creates order without. Otherwise, you're going to have chaos throughout your life. You might catch breaks and have some good things go your way. But if you continuously have ill feelings and negative feelings, you're going to have negativity around you. It's simple math. The second book I recommend, and this is going to be a good segue, is Into the Magic Shop. And this book, taught me and really, truly taught, spoke to me on how to meditate and be able to visualize what you want to accomplish and making it happen. Every morning, every morning, ever since reading this book, almost every morning, I meditate. And it's not as crazy or as hard as you believe, as you think it is, but you get yourself in a relaxation state, your entire body, and then you truly focus on your heart. Your heart is an energy source. Those feelings of love, of hate, of it's an energy source. If you can learn how to open up your heart and then focus after having your mind clear during this state of relaxation with your body, if you can open your heart and begin to focus on what you want to accomplish in life, in that day, it can be 10 years from now, 5 years from now, it could be I want to have a million dollars, or it could be something simple as, you know, I want to get the house clean today, or I want to hit this number of sales in the day, or, you know, I, I want to come out and I want to perfect myself on this move that I'm struggling with at practice and be able to to get it down to a T. It's very, it can be very simple, it can be very complex depending on how deep you, you want to go. And I'm not saying it's going to just magically happen, but if you get yourself in this routine of finding yourself in a meditation, in a meditative state, and opening your heart, and focusing on what you want to accomplish, you're going to be surprised. And I, I'm talking about this firsthand. I, I've done this where I've had a certain number of sales I wanted to make in a day from my meditative state, and I hit that number right on the dot. Right on the dot. No kidding. Now, be realistic with yourself. But from this book, which I highly recommend, and from meditation, you're going to see the shift within that I was referencing. And then you're going to see what happens to you externally. And it's not going to happen unless you actually work on yourself and find yourself in a sense of peace first. Now, if you're living a chaotic life and you decide, let me just try to meditate and make some magic happen... I hate to break it to you, it's not going to happen. You've got to be in a good state and have that internal balance in order for the experiences to be positive and bring order into your life. So after I do this and visualize with my heart, I pray. 
You know, I my relationship with God is very important. And whether you believe in God or not, there's a higher power out there, and, and I think everybody can probably agree with that, that you have to find that relationship with and trust and lean on for guidance. And meditation is a great way for self-reflection and a shift internally and the ability to help yourself accomplish the successes you desire. So your your soul, what you feed your soul and yourself internally goes right to your mind and your thoughts. And your thoughts turn into actions. And your actions determine your image, really, and where you're going in life. But it starts within. Today, you begin to make the positive changes within, knowing that it's going to be a lifetime journey in order to do so. And you'll have bad days and you'll have good days. But you have to start and you have to continue to work on yourself if you truly want to see positivity and the successes that you desire come true from around you. That's it. I'm done preaching on that segment. All right, now I'm going to talk about the changes within your business you should make in order to experience the successes you desire in the drive-in sales. Um. Part of the rebranding process is changing things internally from a business standpoint as well as an individual standpoint um, in order to achieve the successes you want. So before I could change the logo and think people would come in, before I could get that mural to draw attention to come in, before I expanded and had other legs of the business that I'm going to push I had to change the way the inside of the store looked. Otherwise, the people came in and the store was still, you know, disorganized and not what they were looking for. They're never going to come back. It's about customer retention. It's about keeping things fresh. It's about making the changes necessary in order to cater to who you want to cater to and experience the success you wanted to. I spoke a little bit, but it took months and months and months. I'm talking close to eight months to just get my inventory inventoried along with ordering new stuff with the whole new POS system from the ground up and organizing the store. So we had three rooms, and that stayed put until July. By the time August rolled around, I was able to obtain the other room, which helped me expand the inventory and not be so on top of each other. And then I had an office in the back and another room that was a storage room. And I decided I want this other room that I was using as my office as another room for the store. And I sacrificed something I needed that was saving me money. And now I pay monthly to store inventory and stuff. But the changes within was necessary. So... With Gear Up, we did a complete revamp of inventory and complete reorganization of the store. So there was an organization tactic where we knew where certain things were, but it wasn't easy enough for the customers. And one of the first things I wanted to do was stay surplus, military surplus at the core, 
but I really wanted to expand into different markets because I looked at military surplus stores around me, and they were all going out of business, which is why people thought I was crazy. So I knew that remaining military surplus was not uh, an option. We remain military surplus at the core, but as our core business and only business, absolutely not. And granted, we were ta- we did cater to the tactical gear and survival gear market, but the amount of inventory was not as extensive where we were still classified more so as a surplus store. So we decided to organize and shift each room based on the category we wanted to tap into. And having these extra two rooms made it possible. Before so, it it wasn't. It was very difficult to kind of get that organization and allow customers and people to see where different things were. So, And I've changed the store around and the layout and shifted things around hundreds of times, and I still do that. I change my store around every couple months and keep it fresh and new ideas, and this would make more sense. And You have to cater to your market and to your customers, and that's not just with retail, but with anything. You have to cater to whoever your customers are. You have to make life easier for them. If you're not making things easier for your customers, then you're not going to stay in business very long. So our main room remained the same, flags, hats, knives, uh, countertop items, different novelty-type items. But the room to the left, which um, we ended up putting our backpacks in and having other things hang, um, I completely changed to a survival outdoor and camping room. So somebody comes in and they're going on a camping trip. There's the room for you. Hurricane season, here's the room for you. Uh, I'm going hiking. There's the room for you. I like to go fishing. I need a boonie hat. I need maybe a vest. This whole room is just for that demographic of people so they have a place in the store that they can shop and look for essential items they needed. The main area room, which you walk through, I turn into our surplus room. So it stays in the core, a lot of issued stuff, new stuff made to the specs. And then the room that was an office, which you heard from the last episode, turned into our tactical room. I kept all the holsters, and I moved the tactical backpacks in there, our mag pouches, our tactical vests, the solid color pants, which our our fire department and law enforcement officers come in and shop for. They now have an entire room they can go in and look. And it's probably our our most popular room. I show people that room, and they go, oh, this is the room for us. And then the room within, that was my old office that I opened up, I turned into a complete boot room. And then we also stuck different security and police accessories back there. From this change in this organization in this room, people began to notice and pay attention that the store had changed. The reviews that were left are no longer accurate. There's actually more inventory in here. There's organization that people, the customers now return and come and know which room they want to go to directly and can find the stuff they're looking for. And on top of that, my customers continue to come back because I continue to order new things and change the store up. And when you keep things fresh, people love it. And that's just an example of how the internal changes with Gear Up helped the image we had in order to drive more foot traffic 
and more sales and help me in my business on this journey of success I'm seeking. So in this segment, I'm going to share with you my top five of the life hack list for changes to make within for your success without. They listed 34 items. I didn't want to keep you on here for that long. So I, I decided to choose my top five, which I've spoken a little bit about on this podcast. Number one, self-reflect. And, you know, you have to keep growing. You have to continuously look within and look at yourself and see areas you can improve on internally and with whatever venture you are pursuing. Number two, don't sweat the small stuff. If you harness the negative small feelings and those small stuff, it'll eventually turn so big that it will eat at you at all times. Let things go. Move on. It'll be okay. Number three, pray or meditate. Or pray and meditate like I do. Um, this is essential. I, I cannot say it enough. I uh, Into the Magic Shop, I really think you all should look into that book. It definitely changed my life. It could change yours. Um, the meditation state and the way to start your morning and stuff, it, it's critical in my opinion. Number four, practice mindfulness. Be aware of the moment. Live in the now. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Make the changes within to adapt, whether it's your business or yourself. And always stay mindful. Number five, stop self-sabotaging. Build yourself up. The days of tearing yourself down, they're over. Enough. Stop doing it. It is time for you to make the changes within and give yourself confidence so that you can manifest positivity around you. And those are my top five from uh, lifehack.com. So it's that time of the episode again where we end it with a quote. Um, each episode, like this episode, we end with a quote that pertains to what we spoke about. This quote actually comes from Anna Freud, who is actually the youngest daughter of Sigmund Freud, uh, the father of psychology. And she was a psychoanalyst, and she contributed to work that emphasized on the importance of the ego, as well as was, was one of the founders of psychoanalytic child psychology. Huge field these days. All right. Quote, I was always looking outside myself for strength and confidence, but it comes from within. It is there all the time. Close quote. It's the truth. And this comes from an expert. Look within, change within, and see what happens without. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, once again, please subscribe, comment, like. Let me know your thoughts. Next week, we have our first guest on the episode, which I am really excited to reveal and talk He's got a truly unique story to his entrepreneur journey, and he's doing some really, really great things. Uh, I think you all, as well as myself, are going to really enjoy what he has to say. 
So be on the lookout for that for next week. Otherwise, everybody stay safe, continue to move forward, get better, work on yourselves, and uh, make it a great week, great day, great night, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, let me know your thoughts. Thank you.